welcome back to the Preacher Dad Podcast. I am the Preacher Dad, and I blog at PreacherDad.com. And here we're going to discuss everything from parenting to politics to preparation, but we want to discuss it from a biblical point of view, and I try to uh, give you the biblical perspective on a lot of current events and uh, important issues, at least issues that I believe um, we need to be applying to our lives. And, uh, you know, Preacher Dad, that comes from the fact that I feel a calling and a, a passion to proclaim the truth and to, to preach the Word of God. But I'm also a dad and uh, a husband, too. Um, but Preacher Husband Dad was a little harder, a little, little bit of a mouthful, so we just stuck with Dad. Uh, my kids are very important to me, and that's the most effective way that I have to touch the future and to have an impact upon the world is to give my children a biblical worldview. And I'm seeking to do that in various ways and trying to bring you along for the journey. Today, folks, I wanted to turn you to 1 Timothy chapter 6. <clears throat> and, um, you know, <laughs> I guess I, I, this is something that I struggle in a lot of dads struggle with this, a lot of men in general, um, but really moms too. Uh, it's not just a male problem. Um, what am I talking about? Oh, I'm talking about the deceitfulness of riches, uh, the fact that the pursuit of wealth often draws us away, the pursuit of ease, comfort, um, especially in the United States. We, have, we are addicted to pleasure, um, and I don't just mean uh, sensual, uh, erotic pleasure. I'm speaking of pleasures, uh, 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 luxuries, I'm speaking of comfort and ease. We're addicted to it, and we really need to realize that we are in a war, and there is a cultural battle that we are all engaged in, whether you want to be or not, you're engaged in it. And some of us are actually fighting, and some of us are just dragging, dragging the other team down. We're dragging our side down, that is to say. Oh, but I'm kind of tangent. This is a little bit of a rabbit trail. Hey, bring it back. Bring it back, Jared. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, jeez. I know, I'm my own worst critic. But we, we really do get sidetracked by the pursuit of riches, the pursuit of comfort or ease. And what does the Bible say? We need to understand the Bible. What does it say to us? Paul says in 1 Timothy, he says, But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing, with these we will be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many selfish... I'm sorry senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. It's from 1 Timothy 6, verses 6 through 9. Godliness with contentment is great gain. If you are a godly person and you live content with such things as you have, you have gained a lot. And if you live in discontentment, constantly pursuing and working and tr trudging after uh, either material possessions or the 
financial security to take your ease and do whatever you'd like to do. And you're just constantly pursuing that and don't ever seem to be achieving it. You are falling into a snare and into many hurtful and dangerous desires that bring about destruction into your life. And we have got to avoid those things. As believers, we need to fight against the temptation to pursue worldly things. We cannot be worldly minded. We need to be heavenly minded. We have to be focused upon the things of the spirit, not the things of the flesh. And if that means that we need to, you know, I was talking to my daughter who was talking to me about um, missionary work and she didn't know what it was called, but she said, you know, I want to go to another country and uh, maybe tell them about Jesus. And I said, oh, well, that's what a missionary does. And so I talked to her about how a missionary is willing to put up with all kinds of hardships and struggles and, and uh, sorrows in order to advance the gospel, proclaim the gospel, and tell others about Jesus. This is... Uh, uh, missionaries' passion. They're willing to live without electricity, to live in grass huts with no air conditioning. Oh my goodness, can you believe it? No air conditioning? <laughs> They're willing to eat strange things. They're willing to uh, learn uh, a culture that is foreign to them in order to tell people about Jesus that have never heard of Him and do not know the peace that is to be found in Christ. A missionary is willing to do that. And let me tell you, friends, as believers in the United States of America, we need to be willing to sacrifice a cup of coffee now and then, uh, to sacrifice, I don't know, uh, an evening out with the friends to go and serve at a local soup kitchen. Or maybe we sacrifice a few cups of coffee a month in order to give money to that missionary so that maybe they can afford to have you know, um, a, a couple decent rooms in their hut. Maybe they can afford some new shoes or uh, there's all kinds of needs that missionaries have on the mission field and you know maybe we can give up that extra latte or uh, you know you probably don't need that donut and milk uh, as your your end-of-the-day snack you know just give it up you, know, you, you can lose the poundage anyway you know so friends I, I guess once again and I kind of come back to this theme every once in a while we need to be willing to sacrifice and we need to be willing to suffer for the sake of the gospel. The Lord Jesus Christ suffered a great deal on our behalf and we ought to be willing to suffer whatever we need to in order to advance the gospel. Our goal in the United States is not to have a beautiful house and a white picket fence and two and a half happy children who go off and become a doctor and a lawyer and the half a child, not sure what he becomes, uh, but you know we got to be willing to realize that as believers in Christ, our um, the main thing for us is not to have a quote-unquote happy, successful life and family. Whatever that looks like for you, that's not the end goal. We're only temporarily here in this life. And our goal is not to make heaven on earth. Our goal is to take people to heaven from earth. That is the goal. And, you know, our goal is not to even, and this might shock you a little bit, 
Our, our purpose in life is not to preserve the United States of America. I love this country. I'm a patriot, and I think it's one of the best things that God ever did on planet Earth. But the fact of the matter is, our purpose in life is not to maintain or preserve the United States of America. Our purpose in life is to advance the gospel. Our goal needs to be to tell others about Jesus and to help people tell others about Jesus. No matter what the cost is, we have got to be doing it. Because if we're not, we are failing. If we're helping our kids learn about Jesus, that's success. If we are giving our money to godly uh, organizations that are committed to the truth, not the pseudo-Christian organizations that claim Christ but uh, deny His power. They, they, have, they, they claim His name, but they do not like His ways. Um, that's not the groups I'm talking about. I'm talking about those that are truly, truly proclaiming His word and proclaiming His truth. Those are the places and the people we should be supporting. So, well, that's all I have for you today, folks. I want to encourage you to remember that uh, our, our goal in life is not material. Our goal in life is spiritual, eternal. And we have to keep that at the forefront of our minds. All right, well, check us out at PreacherDad.com. And uh, you can even see some beautiful pictures of my beautiful family. And right now, my beautiful family is trying to get in the way of me parking my vehicle. So uh, anyway, that's, uh, that's all I have for you today, folks. God bless. Bye-bye.